0: Hey there, this is your girl Shawanda, and you're listening to Refreshing the Soul podcast, a show where we bring our experiences and God's truth to refresh the heavy and hard places in your soul. From anxiety to unforgiveness, we'll learn how to come to an honest place in our souls and uproot those hidden lies so that you can discover the unique expression God created you to be in this world. Hey, Welcome back to refreshing the soul podcast. I'm your host Shawanda Williams. Thank you for joining me for another episode. How is your soul doing? How is your soul doing? Let's check in for a moment and really take the time. If you haven't taken the time all week or last weekend, whenever you're listening to this to check in with your soul, how is your soul doing? How are you feeling? Be honest, take the time to sit with God. And even if you don't even know, sometimes we can allow the busyness of life to kind of um, cover up the feelings, cover up these emotions, and um, we don't even know what's going on in us. Sometimes we know we're off, we just don't know why. And God will bring it back to your remembrance of why you're off. It could have been something you watched early this morning could have been something that's that was said and it kind of threw you off and it's probably something you need to address and this is a great time to address the the need in your soul what does your soul need doesn't need a minute to just not think about anything to not feel pulled by a task um doesn't need to sit still and be quiet or Does it need to hear from God? Do you need to worship? Put on worship music. Do you need to be outside? Does your soul need some uprooting? There's some thoughts that you've been having and it hasn't been thoughts that's of God or that's that's kind toward your soul. If you've been having any of these things, I say take the time to sit and be still in the presence of God and hear what he has to say for your soul and what it needs sometimes we can't hear what our soul needs because we're not making room to be still and be quiet so you can pause this video this episode or make a note to come and do that right after but I want to make sure you make intentional time to check in with your soul because here on refreshing the soul podcast soul care is self-care Well, if you've been joining me for the month of April, you know, we have been in the series called Bloom and I'm telling you, it's a, it's only, excuse me, a God thing of why is we're talking about this during the season of spring. I definitely did not plan it to speak about it this way each episode and each month, each week, I am listening to hear from God on what he wants me to say um, and I'm really listening first to hear what he's saying to my soul and whatever he wants me to um, express from that or whatever he wants me to say that maybe I don't even know anything about um, and has nothing to do with me. And I'm going to tell you, <laughs> I could probably count on one hand out of 115, 16 episodes that I've done where God has had me speak on something that I really wasn't too familiar with. I could probably think of one or two episodes, honestly, most of what I share with you are things that really, I'm, this is what I'm going through. This is my, um, intimate time with God and the things that he's downloading on me. And, um, with this bloom, I kept seeing this word bloom and I'm like, okay, God, I know I'm not seeing this because of it's spring season. Spring was upon us. No, I was seeing it because God was showing me, um, that, hey, this is a season you're about to enter into. I don't know what it's going to look like. I don't know what it's all going to entail. I believe there are different seasons that we're in in our lives, And there's that season of where we've been planting, planting seeds, uprooting things, um, believing God's truth, going through uncomfortable um seasons going through some um challenges. I believe those there are seasons for that. And then there's a season where it's like, okay, all this work that you've been doing is paying it, this is what it pays off to be. This is where you bloom. And um I will say for part of the season, one thing I've noticed about myself is where I would normally um cave to pressure, cave to the amount of work um, I have been expressing so much gratitude. Um, there are places I feel like I'm just being squeezed. I'm being squeezed. And something that my pastor um, often says is that, you know, if if you have an orange and you squeeze it, orange juice should come out of it. So a lot of times we are squeezed in certain seasons, but you need to see what's coming out of you. What comes out of you when the pressure hits and you... you you know, you, you got a, you got a bunch of things to do and, and, or what do you do when something doesn't go, um, exactly how, um, you planned it. Um, maybe you have a perfectionist mentality and God has been working on that, um, on that trying to, um, get you to see that you have to depend on him. And maybe you're in a season where it feels like everything you do or touch is not going the way you planned? What is your response? What is coming out of you when, um, pressure is applied? And I'm telling you, I've been feeling for the past few weeks, pressure being applied. And to be honest, I've been seeing where growth has, um, where growth is in me. Cause I know how I used to respond. And I think it's a beautiful thing when you, can see the growth, you know, when you can see and say, you know what, before, when this would happen, I would complain before, when this would happen, I would quit. I would find another job. I would tell everyone I'm done. I'm not doing this anymore, but instead I'm showing gratitude. I'm thanking God for the job. I'm thanking God for the opportunity to serve. I'm thanking God for his strength that he gives me today i'm not allowing my mind or my emotions to take me into tomorrow and what if and what about this no i'm staying present in this moment and I'm grateful. I'm thankful. I'm enjoying the life that God has given me. And I'm going to tell you that that's blooming to me. That is a, is a place that shows, and you know, if it's, if, if it's for you, I don't know what that looks like for you, but for me, I'm blooming. I've bloomed in an area where I once complained, where I once gave up, where I once was struggled in my soul and thoughts of I'm not enough. I can't do this. And now god's truth comes out i don't even allow myself to go to that place it doesn't mean those thoughts don't come up but when they do i'm i'm i god's word is louder i said uh-uh we're not going there no i'm enough because i'm because it's his strength it's it's his grace god called me to this and if he called me to this then i have the grace for it god god show me how to schedule my day god give me the strategy on what i need to do next And then hearing from God, okay, I need to rest here. I need to put on some meditation music here, taking care of my soul in the process. And my refreshed sister, God said, I'm not alone in this season. You're blooming too. I don't know what your blooming looks like, but I believe it looks a little bit like mine where there are places you know you would have performed, you would have responded in a different way, but instead you chose to rest in the word of God. You chose to rest in his truth. You chose to, um, do and be faithful to the thing that you've been planning all along, the thing that you've been, um, sowing in your soul all along where he says, I'll supply your need. You know, you've been giving, you know, you've been faithful. You know that God is your provider. And instead of you trying to put everything together and figure things out in your head and add up the numbers or get a second job, you chose to be still and say, God, I trust you. I'm going to rest in what you say and I'm not going to move unless you tell me. So this bloom, this blooming, it is a state or a time of beauty, of freshness, of vigor, a time of high development, or achievement, it is when you a flower comes into itself. We are coming into ourselves, and it's when uh, um, it's when we bear flowers, we flourish, we grow. There's multiple things that's coming out of us um, because of the season that we chose to endure. When it came to sowing, when it came to being faithful to watering our soul, um, I talked about the past couple of weeks of you know the soil of your heart. We're blooming because the soil of our heart is fertile it's soft it's tender it's teachable it's pliable you don't have to be right about everything you're curious to learn you want to learn you want to take God's yoke in in every area. You say, Jesus, I want to learn from you. Your word says to learn from you. I want to learn from you. How do I become a better mother in this area? How do I loose these feelings of insecurity? I, Lord, I want to be healed here. Show me how to walk in this area in my marriage. Show me how to be the woman that you called me to be when it comes to ministry, when it comes to speaking up for myself. You have been in a posture of learning and not just learning, but actually applying the word, applying the word, the, um, the word we talked about in that, that, um, episode. And I encourage you to go back and listen, the soil of your heart in Matthew, we talked about the parable of the sower and about how the seeds fall on different ground, but the, the seed that fell on the good ground that produced, um, a, a crop or a fruit, um, that produced something was the, was the ground that was, um, that heard the word, but also applied the word. It didn't just hear it and say, thank you, Jesus. And then went home and allowed worries and cares to, to, to boggle them down. No, it said, okay, I'm gonna go home and okay, this I'm dealing with this issue. No, I'm gonna apply this word. God says he, he is my shepherd. I have everything that I need. And if you've been listening, you know I love to quote that one because that's something God gave me and I've been holding on to that. And that works for every single thing in my life. If he's my shepherd and I have everything I shall not want, then that means I should not not want peace. I have it because he's my shepherd. I shall not feel like I, I need to have more of more, more money. Why? I, I th- God is my shepherd. Whatever he, whatever he's given me right now is what I, I should have right now. And if God entrusts me with more, then he'll, he'll give me more. But it's, it's us learning to trust God where we're in a place where we say, you know what? And I'm going to apply that trust to the place where I'm, where I'm feeling shaken. And because of that, the soil of your heart is fertile and, you're able now to be rooted in his love. Now there's some things that, that was uprooted and now you are rooted in him. We talked about the next week being rooted in love. There's some things we were once rooted in. We were once rooted in our way and, in our, in our fears, we were once rooted in religion, religion, just going to church and checking off boxes. We were once rooted in those things, but now we allow our heart to become fertile. We allowed ourselves to become teachable. And because of that, it began this experience with God to where every time we tried them, the root went down even more. And the more you look back, the more you experience God. And that's the thing with his love, you have to experience his love. And the more you experience God, the more you're rooted in his love, because you can look back and say, oh my goodness, God did this for me because he loved me. How great, how wide, how deep his love is for you. And then last week we, we said you were blooming because you're refreshed by the living water, the living water. Water. We talked, touched a little bit on the Samaritan woman's story about how, um, She left her bucket at the, uh, at the well, after speaking with Jesus, having revelation of him, she left the bucket, the thing that she used to fill up with something that was man-made. She left it there. She no longer needed that. And we, our souls have been refreshed by God's living water, by his revelation, by how, um, by through his word, us learning who he is. And then thus we're learning who we are. We're refreshed. So now we no longer need, others to tell us who we are, we now can stand firm and what God has said um, about us. And because of that, you're blooming my sister, you're blooming. And so this week I want the last week. I want to talk about, we are blooming because we let the light in. We let the light in. I was reading an article um, about, you know, what makes flowers bloom and, of course, it said the you know, water, um, soil being fertile, um, roots as well, your roots, how, how well things are rooted in the ground. Um, and then another thing that it mentioned was sunlight. And here's a little clip from the article I want to read about sunlight. It says it is the most, it says the most important influence on flowering is sunlight. Sunlight is so critical that in some cases a 1% increase in light levels produces a 100% improvement in flowering. Let me read that one again. Sunlight is so critical that in some cases a 1% increase in light levels produces a 100% improvement in flowering. Removing a tree limb or painting a fence white may be all it takes to enable sun loving plants to flower in your garden. Wow, sunlight is the most critical. I mean, only a 1% of it can cause a 100% improvement. And I was thinking about sunlight. I was thinking about the light, Jesus, he is the light. And um, even if we let, and it could feel like even a 1% in, to our dark soul, guess what? That light, any light, if you had a dark room and you just put a little, all you have to do is put a little bit of light in here, how much difference it would make in that room. Sometimes all it takes is just a little bit of light for there to be such a drastic change. And my sister, I know there have been places and seasons you have walked through that was dark. I know there are things in your soul that you dealt with that was dark, but you chose to let the light in you chose to let jesus in and you continue to choose to let jesus in and as we're blooming you're going to continue to let him in to every place that he reveals to you to every place when you see hey i'm being squeezed here and what's coming out is not the light (laughs) so i'm i need to let the light in here because darkness is coming out and some things that are dark is hidden we didn't even know it was there and God and God in his most, you know, uh kingly way, uh, most sovereign way, reveals to us, ooh, that's what's there. We let the light in. We let we let him into us. We let him into our soul. We let him into the dark, the hidden, um, the most secret places in us. I remember one time um i was praying early in the morning and i may have shared this on the podcast before was praying early in the morning and i was saying god i want what you want i i I just want what you want and i'm thinking i'm praying this great prayer because i'm telling god i want what he wants and so what is it that you want god and i so clearly i hear the holy spirit say well what do you want and him asking that question already it was like putting a little speck of light <laughs> into this place in my soul that was hidden I didn't even know um it was there some things have been stuffed down and when something's stuffed down it's hidden it's dark you can't see until there is some light that gets in there and God was shining a light somewhere in my soul and honestly it took me a minute to even answer what I wanted do you have issues hacked answering what you want are you indecisive is it hard to get to that place because you've been so used to showing up for others and being what what you believe you should be for others that you don't even know what you want here God was putting a light in my soul of well what do you want what's there I want I want you to see what's there and I told him the truth i found it i said you know what i really want to be married again this was this was years ago he said i really i said i really want to be married again there god had helped me discover um something that was hidden in my soul that i was afraid to talk about and you know what he told me he said he said you know i i know that's what you want and um And that's something I'm going to give you. I I put that desire there. He said, but it's hard for you to say what you want. And even to me, because you treat me like the men that have been in your life. Because you have, because you once vocalized or said what you wanted before and that you got disappointed. Now you just don't, you you, you don't even say what you want. You don't think about what you want. And so that's why it's easy for me to say, God, whatever you want. Cause one, not, I don't, didn't know what I want. And two, um, the thing that I wanted, I was too fearful to even ask God or tell him about it because in fear that he would treat me like the other men in my life. And God gave me truth there. He spoke truth in a dark place. He said, I am not like the men in your life. I can't lie. That's what he told me. I can't lie. And I will get, and you will be married again. Wow. And here I am married again. The beauty of God's truth. Yeah. It was uncomfortable for a minute to think about what I wanted. And it was on honestly a little saddening because it was hard for me to think about what I wanted. I'm like, gosh, how, where did I go? Where was Shawanda? But here God was um, using the time that I was making space for him to speak truth into me, speak light into me. And I believe you've been doing that too. I believe you've been making space and making room for God to shine his light, to ask questions, to put his truth in there and say, no, you are loved. You are worthy to be loved. You are enough. I'm in you. You don't have to be any more than what you think you you have to be. You, it's not about you being perfect and crossing everything out. It's about you being perfect, mature in me. I know God has been speaking his light in places where there once was darkness, where there once was insecurities, where there once were things that you didn't even know or that you didn't even believe about yourself, places where you gave up. He's been speaking truth in those places. You let the light in. You let him in. John, I want to read real quick. Um, John 8, 31 and 32. It says, Jesus said to the people who believed in him, you are truly my disciples. If you remain faithful to my teachings and you will know the truth and the truth will set you free. So you let the light in by allowing the truth into your soul, allowing him to speak over you, allowing him to speak that you are love, allowing him to speak truth that and, and the truth it, it came through it Raymer word, him speaking audibly to me that hey, you will be married. And and you are wanted. And and I put that desire there. And I am not like other men. I cannot lie. God had to speak truth in a place of where there was there was brokenness, where there was hurt, where there was lies that I couldn't say how I feel. I couldn't say what I wanted because then I wouldn't have it or I would be setting myself up to be disappointed. God had to speak in that place and put his light there. And so we're blooming because we let the light in and we let the light in by allowing truth in our soul. I say we're blooming because we let the light in also by choosing to follow him, by choosing to follow him. If we go up a little further in John eight, actually verse 12 here, Jesus is speaking again. And he says, Jesus spoke to the people once more and said, I am the light of the world. If you follow me, you won't have to walk in darkness because you will have the light that leads to life man, I go back to just that, um, that chat between me and God, that talk between me and God. He said, I'm the light of the world. If you follow me, you won't have to walk in darkness. I was following him, you know, following him means you're, you're walking long enough with God to be able to receive these truths, to be able to, for him to point out some things in you. I was following him. And because of that, It doesn't, how can you walk in darkness and be following a God of light? How can you continue to walk in that, walk in darkness when God is continually showing you who you are, what shouldn't be in there? There's no way. There's no way you can continue to walk in darkness if you're following Jesus. And when we say following him, we're not talking about showing up on a Wednesday Wednesday night and a Sunday service. We're not talking about pulling out the devotional app and checking it off and say, I did it for this morning and I'm good for the rest of the day. We're talking about following him with all of our heart. When things arise, we're on our knees. When there's questions, we're talking to him. When things are good, we're talking, we're hearing, we're following. We are applying this word. When he says, hey, no, I I want you to open up to me and not treat me like other men because I can't lie. I follow him by being obedient, by opening up more to him, by giving him more of whatever's in me, opening my heart to say, hey, what else is in there, God? We're blooming because we've opened our souls up to him to receive truth and to be obedient to him. We have chosen to follow him. And because we follow him, it says right here in John 8 and 12, that you won't have to walk in darkness because we'll have the light that leads to light. We'll have him not just with us, but in us. Jesus is the light that is in us. Holy spirit that guides us, that leads us, that protects us. There was a... Um, I was just thinking about um, just even following him, you know, in times where I wanted to follow my feelings. Um, I would remember going through this um, rough time on my job and I wanted to leave. And I don't know if it was really rough. It was just uh, It probably was more personally feeling a certain way, like I should be doing more for my kids. And I'm like, you know what? I need to make more money. So one, I'm following an idea, a thought that I have. And I say, you know what, let me look for another job that pays me more money. Cause I know where I'm at is this is the most that I'm getting paid. I know I'm not going to get paid anymore. So I'm already cutting off, um, a place, um, without even giving it to God or hearing what he has to say. Um, I didn't even, even the desire to provide more for my kids. I didn't even give him that. And, um, I began looking for jobs. Um, qualified more than qualified for job for all these for these jobs that I'm applying to Um, everybody loved me I think I saw about a good three companies and they loved me not one of them called me back so I was like God what's going on I feel like you put a desire in me to provide more for my kids and I'm looking for a job why are why why is nothing opening up And the first thing he said, he was like, I never told you to apply for a job. Sometimes God can give us a desire for something, but instead of following him in the desire by asking him, what does this mean? What do you want me to do? Sometimes we could take it upon ourselves to do our own thing. And um, I learned in that moment that even if I desire something, I still, I want to hear what God has to say about what I should do with that desire. It may not be to do anything at that point. Um, but not to just come up with my own ideas, my own um, assumptions of, oh, maybe this is what God wants me to do. No, we don't even assume anymore. We don't, we we follow God. We give God every detail of our lives, every step. We're like, God, We we wanna make sure you're going before us. And this is what you are saying. And so he said, I don't, I, I didn't tell you to apply for a job. He said "The what you're desiring, what you want for your kids, it isn't, you don't need more money. It's more time with them. And so he said, go back to your job, ask them to cut your hours and ask them to cut your pay. I'm like, what? Wait a minute. I'm cutting my hours and I'm cutting my pay. Um, Step down from a supervisor, supervisor role. And at this time, again, I'm, I'm, um single. I'm. I'm a mom of three and, uh, but I had, again, following him as being obedient to him. Doesn't matter if, it, if it's uncomfortable. doesn't matter if it, if it makes sense, but we bloom because now the light is in us and we're hearing what Holy Spirit is saying, how, how he wants to guide us. We, we be, we're obedient. We following him as being obedient to his word, doing what he says, do saying what he says to say. And that's exactly what I did. When I knew God's instruction, I followed them. And I asked I, I asked my, my company if I could um, shorten my hours and take a pay cut and, um, and come down from a supervisor role. Let me tell you, my company, they honored the shortened hours. They honored me coming down, um, stepping down from a management role, but they did not honor cutting my pay. They said, we're going to pay you the same. What are the things that God will give us if we just be obedient? I'm going to tell you, even in that experience, and it's okay, we've gone through experiences where we've done things before God said to do it. We've done things that God didn't even say to do, but in it, we experience his love. And again, right there, I was getting rooted deeper and deeper into his love. Like, gosh, you love me so much. That you say, hey, I, I'm, it's not about you having more money. It's about my kids having more time, which is more valuable than money. And in being obedient to him, trusting him, even if I would have gotten paid less, trusting that he would have to take care of it because that's because he said it, they didn't even cut my pay. So even with that, as we have been experiencing scenarios, I know you have things that you've experienced and I would love to hear how you have let the light in. What are some decisions, some choices you've had to make to follow God and you saw him come out on the other end strong. And because of that, now it's like, I give God every detail. What are you saying about this? God, is this what you want me to do? Now we give him we follow him. We don't we don't stop following him because we've gotten what we wanted or we got something that was great. Now, now we're in a place where we're blooming because we know we God is our source. We cannot live without him. We don't want to live without him. We let the light in by allowing truth in our soul and by choosing to follow him. Um one of the things in the article Um, And I apologize. Um, Before I get back to that, I wanted to read Psalms um, 119, just on that choosing to follow him. Psalms 119 verse um, 105. And it says, your word is a lamp to guide my feet and a light for my path. So choosing to follow his word um, gives us light for the path that he has in front of us. Um, It guides us, it guides our soul. Um, His word heals our soul and it guides our soul. Um, So I wanted to just put that that verse in there because I felt like it went perfectly with just, I mean, just how God shows up in our everyday lives. His word will literally guide you. His word will literally tell you the next step to take because without that we're just walking in darkness but what did john 8 and 12 say that if you follow me you will not have to work you will not have to walk in darkness and so um in that article it said that when we it says sometimes just by removing a tree limb that may be all it takes to let the light in to so there so that an area gets more light the two trees that um, I mentioned about how my me, my husband and I we had uprooted from our front yard. I mentioned it, mentioned this in the prior episodes. Um, I tell you, it was our yard. Our front yard is so small. We have a small house. Our front yard is so small. <laughs> we have a we have a palm tree there now and. Someone was over our house last weekend and they're like, you had two trees in this front yard. Like, how in in the world did you fit that? How did it fit up there? I'm like, you know what? It covered up so much of the house. It looks so different. I mean, someone actually tried to come to our house and went past it because they didn't even recognize it. Excuse me. But we had two limbs move out the two, two trees, excuse me, moved from out the yard, right, uprooted. Now we have a small little, um, tree there and I'm gonna tell you, we got some sod put down and it it has been a work, uh, hard work in progress in getting this grass to grow because all the sunlight is beaming on that area. Now, like now that those trees are gone, that grass is getting so much sunlight where before grass couldn't even grow because it was so much shade. Um, and so many leaves, the the sun, it could barely even touch the ground. So it, it couldn't grow anything, but now with the trees gone, the shades are gone. My grass is, has patches (laughs) where it's like, we need, we need to get this, we need to get this grass growing because of all the light that's coming through. And, you know, I believe too, we're blooming because we removed something to allow God's light in we remove some things out of our lives um I don't know what that thing is for you it could have been a person it could have been it could have been something in your soul that you believed you were that you chose to say mm, I I want to hear what God has to say about me I know I've been believing this lie or whatever this is for a while but I want to believe what God is saying about me I believe there's some decisions we made to remove, um, the people, the, the, the places, the toxic behavior, the addictions, the, the negative beliefs, our belief system. I believe there's some things we removed because we want, we want God to come into our lives. We wanted, um, his word to settle in. And we want it so bad to just believe something else. One of the things that I removed, I would say was the habit of, just allowing god's word to fall to fall off to fall to deaf ears i felt like his word was never um something i took so seriously and i had to remove that behavior i remember one morning what took me removing that behavior was i was tired of being up early in the wee hours of the morning struggling with negative thoughts of myself struggling with how people saw me and thought of me. I was done. I said no more. I got so radical and I'm telling you, you probably gotten hit a a place in this in your life too, where you said, you know what? No more. I want to believe God's word. I do not want to live this life anymore. And I got up one, three o'clock in the morning, went to my office and sat down and wrote down every lie that I believed about myself that I struggled with on an index card. And for every lie that I wrote down on the back of that index card, I wrote one to three truths. It was so many truths in the scripture that I could find to combat that lie. It was, I was like, this is way too much. I just need one truth, (laughs) one truth to remember. So then that way, every time I had that negative thought or belief, I would, I would just list, I would speak that word. I got radical about it. I had to remove the the lazy habit of believing God's word and say, no, I'm going to believe this word and I'm going to speak this word. I had to remove the habit of not speaking his word and, cho- and chose to speak the word. So there's some things I believe you've done to um, allow God's light into your soul. My sister, we're blooming and I'm proud of you. I'm proud to be blooming with you. And I say, let's not... Um, forget to do the things that we've been doing to keep our hearts um, the soul of our heart um, teachable and pliable um, let's not um, let's remember to stay rooted in his love to remember that it's because of him and who he is that we are who we are to be rooted in that and that we are refreshed by living water the things in our soul man can't satisfy we don't need validation from people, from things, from the size of our bank account. No, our validation comes from God, and he's already stamped and approved us. We're refreshed in those places where we're thirsty, or places where we're dry. We, we stay watered daily by coming to his word, by talking to him, by being in his presence. We stay refreshed We stay full. We stay satisfied because God is no longer in emergency treatment for our soul. He is the water. He is the source. He is the living water for our soul. And lastly, keep letting the light in. Keep letting him into every place, every area that you see that comes up that you know is not rest, that is not God, that is not peace. Anything that looks dark you let that light in. God, what is this? Help me to see your truth. Reveal to me what I can't see. Continue to let the light into places where you don't even you may think everything is good. Don't ever get to a place where you lax. No, God, show me. Your word is a lamp unto my feet. Show me whatever may that may be in there that I don't that I don't know that I can't see. David and Paul, they both said to to examine my heart, God. Show me where you're not because I want you there. I want your light there. And so let's take a moment and we're going to end this episode with my hiding place segment. My hiding place, I want you to take this into your week. Um, This song, it's a meditation song and music for your soul. It's called Bloom. This is one of the um, songs I listen to and I'm like... I know that this is going to be a song in this, in this um, series, Bloom, but it's by Mitch Wong and Lindy Coffer. I'm hoping I'm saying it correctly. But um, some of the words that it says is, it says, it started with faith as small as a seed. Yeah, everything changed. The day I believed, my sins washed away. These blind eyes could see. The gospel keeps on moving and it won't end in me. The kingdom of God is living in me and in you. The kingdom of God is in bloom. Wow. The waiting is over. The word has been sown. Here's the fruit. The kingdom of God is in bloom. My sister, the kingdom of God is in you and it's in bloom. The people have been waiting For you to shine. People have been waiting for you to show up. And you're in bloom. The kingdom is in you. The meditation scripture for today is, let's do Psalms 119.105. Your word is a lamp to guide my feet and a light for my path. All right. And let's end with confessions for the soul. Repeat after me. Because I follow God, I walk in light. I do not walk in darkness. I have God's light in me and it leads to life. I let the light of God's truth into my soul to heal and guide me. I know truth. And I have been set free. Amen, amen, and amen. Right, everyone, that wraps up this week's episode. Thank you for tuning in. Please subscribe, rate, and review this podcast so we can get refreshing to those souls who need it. Also, don't forget to head over to Amazon where you can purchase that 30-day devotional Rest for the Soul by yours truly. Um, you want to get it in your hand. And just remember, soul care is self-care. Until next time, bye-bye.